It's time for the best coverage of the top stories in sports. The Sports Wrap with Jason Page starts now. Yes, it does. And we begin in the NFL and Conference Championship Weekend with former NFL safety Nick Ferguson. His thoughts on the Lions and 49ers. Had I told you at the beginning of the year the Detroit Lions would be here, you probably would slap yourself silly, uh, but they are Would have had you urine and, test. I would have had your urine right. tested. Yep. <laughs> exactly right to see, okay, what kind of drugs am I on? But Dan Campbell's done a great job inspiring and uplifting this fan base. And just think he's only been there three years and he's at this particular point. And it's going to be interesting to see them face off against San Francisco and what Kyle Shanahan and that team brings to the table. And, and for me, I think this is a great story for Jerry Goff and Dan Campbell. But at the same time, I think this is a San Francisco 49ers year, a year for them to get over the hump. And they're doing it with mystery relevant. And the biggest part is, you know, the fact that they're healthy. Now, there's a question mark coming into the game this weekend, and that's Debo Samuel. Mm. What, what is it going to be like? But if I'm Debo, knowing as though you only have so many opportunities to get to this point, and, the, and I know San Francisco has been here for the last five years, you know what? I'm going to use modern medicine. I'm going to put something in that shoulder, and I'm going to get my tail out there and play. So I'll give this game to uh, San Francisco. Well, I would tend to agree with you. Um, you know, the Brock Purdy factor, I think, is very interesting. You watch the way he played last week. There are some people questioning, you know, whether or not he is he has what it takes because the roster around him is obviously superior to the roster around Jared Goff. Somebody pointed that out at a press conference yesterday. I think they said something like, you know, 14 or they not eight, the Niners had like eight or nine pro bowlers uh, in their starting lineup, and, and Detroit only has a couple. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, the 49ers on paper should win this game, but I think Brock Purdy is the X factor and one thing we've seen with this Niners team Nick when they don't have their full complement of superstars you can beat them I mean we saw them go through a three-game losing streak this year and they were missing guys like Debo Samuel they were missing guys like Christian McCaffrey when they don't have their full complement of players that is a team that is built around the idea of having all its pieces in place very true, and with that being said, the, the San Francisco 49ers can survive without a Debo Samuels. If they were to lose a Christian McCaffrey, now that is entirely different, but it sets up a great matchup between David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, and Christian McCaffrey. They have two guys. The 49ers have one guy, but let's just see which coach is more creative, Kyle Shanahan or Ben Johnson. Let me ask you something. For the next five years, I give you Jordan Love or Brock Purdy. Which one are you taking? I'll probably take Jordan Love. Me the too. I would take we agree. Love, I, I, the reason I would take Jordan Love, because guess what? You have two guys in Kyle Shanahan and Matt LaFleur. They come from the same Shanahan tree. They run a similar offense. But when you look at Jordan Love and his development, he can make plays both inside and outside the pocket. And I have to tell you, man, look, pocket passers are a thing of the past. You need a guy that can get outside the pocket, make the off-schedule plays, and they can stretch out the defense. And, oh, by the way, we're still talking about a Packers team that made it to the playoffs facing off against these San Francisco 49ers, almost won mm -hmm. if field goals, and they're one of the youngest teams in the NFL. The biggest threat to the Packers are themselves because mm -hmm. when teams start to win, you know what happens. 
other teams raid your roster and they go get your coaches as well. If they can survive that and keep their team and their core together, they'll continue to be in this position year after year. Yeah, and I'm not even talking about like with the rosters around them. I'm just, just talking purely looking at those quarterbacks. If you had to choose one versus the other for whatever team you have. And part of the reason I also think is Jordan Love. I think he's more ver- that versatility, the ability yeah. to make plays outside the pocket. I think his versatility is why I take him over uh, over a Brock Purdy. Uh, move to the move to the Chiefs and Ravens. Obviously, the um, you know the big matchup this weekend with Kansas City trying to you know put itself back in the Super Bowl again. Look, I think Kansas City wins. I'm going to bet on them until somebody shows me they can beat them in the playoffs. I think things have started to click. The Mahomes to Kelsey, um, you know, tandem has sort of started to pick things up. I think they win a very close game. I think it's a field goal game either way. I don't think Lamar Jackson's going to fall on his face. Give me some thoughts on what you expect out of this weekend. It's interesting that you call it, you see, you said it'd be a field goal game. And for me, you got Buckner on one side, and you have the greatest kicker of all time on the opposite side. So I'm going to err with the Baltimore Ravens because they can kick that last-second field goal. Justin Tuck, Tucker is, is one of the best, or not, if not the best, kicker in the game. And when you talk about the Ravens and how they change, right, I'm not going to say that the Ravens have changed their philosophy. It's only the personnel looks different because – this team reminds me of the 2006 Baltimore Ravens where Ray Lewis was manning the second level of that Ravens defense. Now you got Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith. Those guys fly around and they hit you. And it's hard to believe that they pay them to do this. So when you think about what the Kansas City Chiefs have been all season long, problems offensively, yeah, MVS caught a couple passes, and Travis Kelsey seen as though he's rebuilt that connection between he and Patrick Mahomes, the, the glue that holds this team together is Isaiah Pachenko and their defense. So if Lamar Jackson can move around, we were just talking about Jordan Love and how his versatility makes him a better quarterback. Think about what it's done for Todd Munkins and Lamar Jackson. Last week against the, the Houston Texans, they built in a couple of design or what appeared to be designed quarterback runs, drew the defense up, threw the ball down the field, and Lamar gets one of his favorite weapons back this week, Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do to stop that offense and that defense? So like you, I'm going with the Ravens. From football to the world of wrestling, world wrestling entertainment, that is, Robin Lundberg joins us on the other side to discuss it all next. Hi, friends. Richard Karn here. Now, I'm known as the guy who can fix just about anything, but technology in most appliances requires very special training to fix. My point is, even I know when I've met my match, and that's why my family has Choice Home Warranty. So we won't get stuck with high-priced repairs. Choice Home Warranty covers over 25 major home systems and appliances. That's your AC, heating, plumbing, kitchen and laundry appliances, and so much more. Imagine for less than a cup of coffee a day, Choice Home Warranty can help protect you from expensive major system and appliance breakdowns that your homeowner's insurance doesn't cover. 
but you have to call now before it's too late. Every homeowner should have Choice Home Warranty. Your homeowner's insurance is not going to cover your appliances. Washing machine, dryer, refrigerator, air condition. If I had any issues arise, they were able to take care of it immediately. Now, homeowner's insurance won't protect you when your home's major systems and appliances break down due to normal wear and tear. But Choice Home Warranty will. They can help cover repairs and replacements. Choice Home Warranty is the best warranty we've ever used. It would save you so much money in the long run. Hey, I'm not the only one raving about Choice Home Warranty. They were named a Best Home Warranty Company and Best Claim Service by U.S. News 360 Reviews. Call Choice Home Warranty now and get access to a nationwide network of over 15,000 technicians and the latest appointment setting technology so you'll know when they're on their way. If I have an issue with an appliance or something around the house, I just call up Choice Home Warranty and I don't have to worry about that. So... Do what this old DIYer did and call Choice Home Warranty now before something breaks down. Tell them I sent you and get your first month free. Call Choice Home Warranty before it's too late and get protection for your heating, AC, plumbing, kitchen and laundry appliances and more. Call for your free quote today. Call in the next five minutes and get your first month free. 800-491-5032. 800-491-5032. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Call the number on your screen today. It's a free call. Welcome back. It is a huge week for the world of wrestling. It's Royal Rumble Week, the road to WrestleMania. All right, Robin Lumberg stopped by the show. We had a chance to talk with him. He hosts the podcast called The Needle. It's about all things wrestling. And I had to ask him why he is suggesting the idea of a 70-year-old Hulk Hogan participating in the Royal Rumble. Robin, you got to help me out with this one. Well, look, the Royal Rumble is the only match I think he could be in because of the nature of it. Obviously, he's too old to compete in a one-on-one match or even a tag match where he's out there isolated. But really, what would be the function of Hulk Hogan in the Royal Rumble? It would be 10, 9, 8, 7, he comes out, the crowd cheers, he walks into the ring, maybe, you know, somebody punches him, he does the finger wag, hits them back, somebody throws him out. And that's the end of the story. Just make sure he doesn't die on the the, being thrown over the top rope. Yes, he's 70 years old. He can't, that's the problem. The only way out of the Royal Rumble is over the top rope. If a 70-year-old man goes over the top rope, unless you have him falling on other people, it's over. But you could do that. I mean, that's obviously certainly an option. You could have people who had just been eliminated catch him, right? Yeah. And then he maybe a couple of guys who you you don't care to elevate that much, and then he beats them up on the way out back to the the ramp or, or whatnot. But <laughs> that, that's the point. He he did the promo for it on Raw. Yeah, I saw. I believe it. it was, and he said maybe I'll be. You know, you never know. I might have one more in me. And if he was ever going to do it, especially with this being the 40th anniversary of Hulkamania. There's no better venue in, than the Royal Rumble. That was basically the point I was making because it's the only feasible option for him. This was a wild week for WWE. I mean, just next level stuff. Uh, beginning of the week, you get the news about Netflix uh, taking over the Monday Night Raw deal in January 2025. 
Then you get the news at the end of the week yesterday, and it literally just crossed again as an alert on ESPN on my phone. WWE employee files federal lawsuit accusing Vince McMahon of sexual misconduct, including offering her to wrestlers for sex, basically sex trafficking. I mean, if there's anything that encapsulates what WWE is, it's this last week, Robin. Well, Vince McMahon is one of the more complicated fascinating, revolting characters <laughs> of all time. Like, you know, it, it, the, I think Netflix already had the rights to the documentary, and that's going to be a serious documentary because um, I understand why people would, would hate Vince McMahon. Like, it, I mean, there's plenty of stuff out there that that it's just, you know, simple uh, why people would feel that way. At the same time, he's probably the most influential person in the history of professional wrestling. I, I think the... Yeah. Saving grace for WWE in this instance is they kind of already had cut ties with him. You know, TKO took over and and now Nick Khan and, and Triple H are the faces of it. And Vince McMahon will always be associated. He's with on WWE. the board. He's still yeah. on the board. And, and interestingly, Triple H voted against the idea of him returning to the board. Exactly. So I think, you know, they they knew these shoes were set to drop. I mean, Vince McMahon operated in a different day and time and is maybe one of the most uncancelable people of all time. Like it's Trump McMahon. Who else is like, you know, purely uncancelable. Maybe Dana White. Maybe Dana White. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a select few. It's a select group, but obviously the new parent company and the new regime want really nothing to do with him. That's why they, they kind of made him a sacrificial. Well, he, he did it to himself, but they put it out there. I think before all this stuff happened, because most people aren't going, is Vince McMahon still on the board? It's all the like inner working. They sort of saw that separation. They haven't seen that character on television. So I think WWE will be able to withstand this sort of news a lot more easily because of that versus if it had been five, six years ago when Vince McMahon was still running everything and had his, his fingerprints on the, the active product. I got about two minutes here. Um, who wins the Royal Rumble this weekend? I think on the men's side, you got to have, I mean, it's CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, or Gunther. It's one of those three guys. I could see Gunther throwing those two out, and then that's that CM Punk and Cody Rhodes up for WrestleMania with Gunther going after Seth Rollins. I could see Punk winning um, and going after Seth Rollins. And then, of course, you could see Cody winning and going after Roman Reigns. But I'll go with Gunther. On on the women's side, I'll say Becky Lynch throws out Nia Jax to win. Anybody throwing Nia Jax out is a a hell of a feat. I think it. I think it's CM Punk. I don't think you go and make the move they made to go get him and drag that thing out, especially because with Punk, you don't know how long the shelf life is. When you watch what happened over in AEW, you got to kind of hit it with him quick because there could be some sort of blow up that leads to him having to leave. Sure, the the wild card is the Rock because mm. if the Rock wants to go at WrestleMania, they have to do Rock Roman just from a, a business standpoint. It'd be foolish not to, the, the amount of media coverage they'd get. So if that happens, what do you do with Cody? And what do you do with Punk? To me, the biggest thing you could do is put those two guys together. Yeah, I, I mean, it's an embarrassment of riches right now over at, at WWE. And uh, I, I occasionally turn on uh, AEW and I see Samoa Joe over there. All right, let's get back to the football talk, specifically AFC and NFC Conference Championship games being held on Sunday. Page versus the Prince, me against Sam Yarnell, who will come out on top in our battle for pick supremacy. 
Find out next. Okay, it's that time of the show. Time for me and Sam Yarnell to go at it. Our weekly pick segment, it's called Page versus the Prince. It's conference championship weekend. What do you got, Sam? All right, Jason. Well, I guess we'll start. We'll go chronological order, sure, right? We'll why start not? with the AFC game. Uh, quite simply, I'm laying the three and a half with the Baltimore Ravens. I think this is going to be a Lamar Jackson coming out party. I think. Jay, people like Jason have come around on Lamar Jackson because of this season. Uh, and I think this game, quite frankly, ultimately puts to bed all the narratives from early in his career that we see people continue to go back to time and time again. Uh, I think this is the end of those days for Lamar Jackson. I think he goes to his first ever Super Bowl on the way to winning the MVP again this year. I think Mark Andrews probably catches a touchdown in this game. I also wow. like the over in terms of the total. All of that said, my one of my favorite plays in this game, probably my second favorite behind the Ravens minus the three and a half, has got to be the first quarter total over seven and a half. Uh, I got it at plus money. It's now minus one or two over with our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I really just think that both of these teams are going to come out and want to score early. And I think they're going to go for big plays early. And obviously we know that leads to a lot of turnovers. So I'm going with the Ravens in that game, the over. Give me an Andrews touchdown, but more importantly, the over seven and a half in the first quarter. I'm not big on the over and a half. Uh, seven. See, I can see it going the opposite way. Nerves, it's tight. You know, the got you, you see offenses struggle in the early going sometimes. Sometimes it goes the other way when you get the you know the first ten plays are scripted and, and teams will run down the field and score a quick touchdown. That does that sort of thing does happen. Uh but I, I don't necessarily think I like that that seven and a half. I could see three three. I could see six three. Well that would go over though. Three three, you know, I could see I could see, but I, I I would tend to lean under the under the seven and a half. We'll we'll have to wait and see. What I'll say about your six three point there is one it. thing I could see <laughs> is a three three first quarter mm. with one of the teams driving towards the end of the quarter yeah. in field goal range, but the clock runs out. That's the way that I think we could get burned the most. Let me tell you, I don't like the total in this game. I would not touch it. The only thing I like is Kansas City plus three and a half. I think both of these games this weekend are going to be close uh, on Sunday. I really do. I think they're going to be seven points or less. Um, so it kind of gives you an idea of what I'm thinking. I like Kansas City in this game. You got to beat the champs. You don't know what you don't know. And this version, this version of this football team doesn't know this position. They don't know what it's like to be in this spot. So to me, I'm still going with Kansas City. I like the Chiefs plus three and a half. I don't love them, but I like them plus three and a half. Uh, game number two, San Francisco at home in Santa Clara against the Lions for the NFC Championship and a trip to the Super Bowl. Uh, I'll go first on this one since you went first on the last one. I like the Lions plus seven. I do think San Francisco wins, but I think it's going to be by a touchdown or less. I would love it at seven and a half. I would buy it up to seven and a half and take the Lions there. Um, you know, by that half point, by the hook, as they would say. Um, but I like the Lions plus seven in this game. Again, don't love them plus seven, but I like them plus seven. I also think the total is high in this game. It's like 54 and a half, something like that. 
I like the under. I'm not big. I'm not big on the total in that game. I think it was 54 and a half the last time I looked at it. Um, 51 and a half. 51 and a half. Okay. Okay. It opened 50 and a half. It got bet up to 51 and a half. I I like it under. I like the under 51 and a half. I don't love it. I don't love either of these games this weekend, to be quite honest. Uh, But I will. Okay, Sam Yarnell. I know. I sound like you. I I sound like you, but it's truth. I, I think a lot of variables. If there's one game I think could go sideways, it's Detroit with San Francisco winning big. And the reason I say that is Jared Goff on the road. And again, a Lions team that you you don't know what you don't know. Group of players haven't been in this position before outside of Jared Goff, but we know what Goff is on the road. You know, uh, uh, as far as uh, the head coach, sort of a rookie in this situation as well. Sam, go ahead. I'm going with the Lions. Uh, I love them plus the seven. I'll sprinkle on the money line. I don't see San Francisco winning this game by more than six points. Uh, in terms of the total, I actually think there are exactly 51 points scored in this game. I liked the over at 50 and a half, and I like the under at 51 and a half. So I might have to get around some exact score bets and try to find some exact totals of 50, 51, because I, I just think that it's going to be it's going to be one of those key number games. At the end, though, I think the Lions I think the Lions have a real shot in this game. I think we are going to get a Ravens Lions Super Bowl. I find it hard to believe we're going to get Ravens. I think it's going to be 49ers in Kansas City. Um, I feel like that's what we're... I know. I feel like that's what we're set up for. We'll have to wait and see. That is Paige versus the Prince. Sam, have a wonderful conference championship weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. Let's talk winners then. All right. Let's wrap it up with some odds and ends. The Bill Belichick edition. That's next. My dad's name was David. He always talked about getting life insurance, and now it's too late. No one was expecting my husband Dave to suffer from a heart attack. We didn't have life insurance. We thought we had more time. Don't be Dave, and don't wait until it's too late to get the life insurance coverage you need. And if you don't have enough insurance to cover funeral costs, credit card debt, and other expenses, your family is going to get stuck with the bill. Call now to get affordable life insurance. Just call. 800-846-3166. If you're over 50, you can't be turned down for this insurance regardless of your health. Plus, there's no medical exam, no health questions. Your rate will never go up. Your coverage will never go down. And rates start as low as $5 a week. Remember, don't be Dave. Call now. Call now. 800-846-3166. All right, before we go, let's wrap things up. Time for some odds and ends. And is it the end for Bill Belichick? I think that's what you have to start wondering after Raheem Morris got the head coaching job for the Atlanta Falcons. Look, Bill Belichick had two interviews. Everybody thought it was basically a fait accompli that they would go and hire Bill Belichick. Instead, they go back to a guy who hasn't been a head coach in the league in a decade in Raheem Morris. Interesting decision. And look, I think Raheem Morris uh, deserved another opportunity to be a head coach in this league, and he's going to get it with the Falcons. And quite honestly, I actually think he's a better fit. But now you're left wondering, will Bill Belichick ever coach again in the NFL? 
You see how quickly people can be forgotten in sports. Remember what happened to Barry Bonds? The guy was playing great baseball. Now, granted, the steroid stuff attached to him made things a bit of a mess for his career, and he was salty with the media, and people wondered just how team-friendly he was going to be. But Barry Bonds just disappeared, never played again, and he still had good years left in that body. Same can go for Bill Belichick. The mind is still there. He's still capable of being a great head coach, but you have to wonder... If coming out of this upcoming season, if he isn't a head coach, is somebody going to pick up the phone and call Bill Belichick? Will he get those last 15 wins that he needs to pass Don Shula and become the winningest head coach in the history of the NFL? Well, only time will tell. And that's how we wrap up this weekend edition of Sports Wrap. Thank you for being with us. We always appreciate it. If you haven't done so yet, make sure to check out the podcast version of the show if you can't watch us on television you can't dvr the show go and check out the podcast it's available on spotify or wherever you get your podcasts thanks to all of our guests this week nick ferguson robin lumberg the great sam yarnell i'm jason page we'll see you back here next week